Okay, guys, we need a new intro. Any ideas? Do 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 do. No 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 no. I got a better one. Guys, guys. Okay, let's just drink. Review. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Hey guys, uh, this is Pop Poor Review, doing something a little different. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hello. Hi. And oops. yeah, this is just episode two of our Who Killed Superman. Yes. Now I lost what I was going to say because I was just about to say that exact uh-huh. sentence. I just want to remind everyone what our drink is for this miniseries. It is called The Hollywood Land. It is bourbon. It is seltzer. And it is lemonade. And it is delicious. Um, yeah, so this is, we're starting into like the theories about what actually happened to him. We're going to start off with... Every, with with the police thing, with the autopsy, all things is his that he killed himself with mm-hmm. suicide. But um, just before we start, if you didn't know, check out our first episode on the background of George Reeves just and the, yeah. the kind of an overview of everything of what happened. Episode one is out now, so you can totally check that out. Okay, so let's start with his career. So Kelly, do you want to take us off with that? Okay, so basically, George Reeves' film career began in 1939. So one of the first things that he actually got was a little film called Gone with the Wind. Just a little he film. Was little thing. Just a little, just that tiny film, not just like one of the greatest films of all time and he was longest a films of all time. He was a ginger. He was. Uh, I, I, remember his, I remember him. I saw that movie. I remember him. He was cast as actually uh, one of the suitors for Scarlett O'Hara as Stuart Tarleton. I think it was like a twin or something like that. He yeah, was he was it. part of like a twin or he was part of like a set of twins or something. I don't know. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. So even though, so he was in there and, you know, it got him a little bit of fame, a little bit of recognition. I mean, he's not like a Clark Gable. He was only like the first third of the movie, if that much. (laughs) He wasn't really in that much of a part. I don't even remember really anything about Gone with the Wind. I think I saw it once because that's the only time I could somewhat sit through it. And I've that was so it. long ago. Oh, it is so good. It's such a good movie. But it's so. Didn't you go to the theater? I to saw see it in the theater, yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I had an intermission. In I got to get more popcorn in the bathroom. You got more popcorn even. in the bathroom? Yeah, I got more popcorn in the bathroom. Ew, forever <laughs> unclean. That's so disgusting. Okay, whatever. After that, you know, he didn't really do much, um, but he was contracted with Warner Brothers for, I think, two years or so. But I think it only lasted about a year because he didn't really do anything in that time. I'm not really sure. But uh, wait, before we get into it, Jimmy, do you want to explain how film system and contracts? Yes, I would. So back (laughs) in the uh, golden age of Hollywood from the 20s to the, I would say, mid to late 50s. Actors were not signed on by by picture like they are now. They are signed by studios for two to three years. And the studios are going to be like, yeah, you're going to be in that movie. You're going to be in that movie. You're going to be in that movie. So pretty much the studio had pretty much control over the actor's career. And they and if they did not like the actor or they did something that pissed them off, they could just say, you're not going to act anymore. But you can't act for another studio because you're still a contractor with us. So they would pretty much just, they could make or break an actor. So if he was signed for Warner Brothers, he can only do Warner Brothers pictures. And then once that was over, he can go shopping around, which then he, he went did. to Paramount. He went to 21st Century Fox. No, he went to 20th Century Fox first. Okay, then he went to Fox, then he went to Paramount. Which yeah. So pretty much he had to do only those movies, unlike now where it's um, movie by movie, or you sign on for, like, if it's a Marvel film, you sign on for, like, 10 Marvel films. Yeah. Like, you don't yeah, know. Pretty much. Like, they're kind of, it's kind of coming back with the studio system, but more... Um, 
But with Marvel films, you can yeah, do like other films, individual other, other studios. Yes, yes, yeah. you can keep going. But I mean, if if you have a Marvel film and it, intera- it interrupts with everything, then you're in trouble. But those are like those contracts aren't like the same as these contracts where it's like you had to do those films. No, yeah. Like so, in contracts like today, especially with like Marvel films or any type of franchise films, it's like what they call in legal terms an options contract. So it's like you have the option to sign on for these other movies, and if it does well enough, we can pick them up. But like, if the first movie doesn't do well, then it's like the actor themselves isn't under any obligation to film anything else for the studio or anything like that. Not like in these contracts where it's like you, even though you totally bombed right here, if we want to keep you, you still have to make all these other shitty movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or just not work. Yeah, pretty much that was it. So, but then they probably got was, paid up front yeah. for the the contract it wasn't like he got paid by movie exactly uh he didn't threw that do all away and went to war <laughs> yeah he didn't really do anything big with 20th century fox or paramount but he was with paramount for like such a short time his contract was actually for only two films a year but you know he decided to go to the army and help out with world war ii I mean, good for him in that sense but his career took a major dive it did yeah because yeah, because when the war ended and he came back, things were very different in Hollywood for him. So production wasn't as in wasn't as I guess big as it was during that time. So a lot of I'm getting this from Wikipedia right now, guys. Just so you know. <laughs> so production schedules and production use like shut down completely. So getting like movies and everything was like very difficult so the next thing he did was like a really small film like not film but tv series called the adventures of sir galahad which like paid him absolutely nothing so he was also doing like labor hard labor on the side to make up for the movie that he for the money that he didn't have so he had a really difficult time yeah he pretty much was like he yeah he like went he was stepping up like little by little but then i think once he went to war it kind of like restarted and now he was back to being like audition after audition after audition and i'm looking i mean i'm looking at his imdb page right now it looks like he did a good bit of movies but they were all just very small supporting roles there were no nothing nothing like lead Mm mm-hmm yeah, but he was in, like, pretty, like, with big stars. Like, he was in films with James Cagney. Um, I think he did one with, he did a couple with Ronald Reagan, the president. And then, but he was in two Best Picture Oscar-nominated films. He was in Gone with the Wind. And the other one was From Here to Eternity. Yeah, yeah. From Here to Eternity came out in 1953. And two years earlier is when he actually started doing the adventures of superman well it's like well, well i read that he actually agreed to uh there was actually going to be like a it's called superman and the mole man i guess was it supposed to be a movie to begin with i think it was a tele it was a television movie okay yeah because yeah, i didn't and he shot all those and then they kind of just like threw it away for two years and didn't yeah he did it. a lot of superman movies and towards the end of his career before he died he was just playing superman and like a lot of stuff like that's he was on i love lucy as superman well that's i think what what kind of plays into the suicide thing i think he was he did do superman for how many seasons seven seasons was it he did it from yeah, 1952 from to 1958 yeah so yeah. it was he, six seasons so i think he was very reluctant i think to do that because he didn't want to i guess he didn't want to go into television because he thought i guess because television really well, wasn't a thing it wasn't big it. that's that's basically it he exactly cast and like only known for superman and it did rise his like his uh profile but like in the worst way for him because like then like he like kelly said he got typecast and 
They shot these. Um, the, ser- the actors could only, and the series could work on other projects only for a month at a time, which meant like he couldn't be. It couldn't be like he could be a substantial part in anything else because he he was already in Superman, and then Superman filmed for thirteen weeks and got paid for thirteen weeks. But after that, he had he wasn't getting paid, so it's like he was very kind of caught in the middle between these things. And they had a, a grueling um, shooting schedule. I think they were shooting two to three episodes in a week. Yeah. So what they would do on the set of Adventures of Superman is that if everything was happening in Perry White's office, they would film every scene they could for, like, the next two to three episodes in that office to, like, save money and time yeah. instead of, like, going back and forth what they do now. So it would be like, okay, we'll film for episode two done we're gonna film all the scenes for episode three and we're gonna film all the scenes for episode four so that's what they would do so they had no time to do anything else creatively like even though we know that some television shows like now still kind of do that to their actors it's a lot more lenient i mean if if you look at it now compared to like if you're doing like a sick like a um multi-cam sitcom like like big bang theory friends like those big shows yeah they take about a week to film mm-hmm. one episode so like monday is like the 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 read through the read through and then tuesday through thursday is pretty much all uh, making sure the shots look good. What is it called when you're setting up the shots? Like a tech rehearsal, all that stuff. Blocking and stuff. Blocking, that I get the word. Then Thursday was probably the live shoot at night, and then Friday was either a day off or Fixing. like picks up, pick up or reshoots and stuff like that and making sure everything is perfect. And then they'll go into editing and stuff. But but that's pretty much what a show is like now. They got a week to do a 30-minute episode. Well, I think it's a lot better now because even like put it like maybe 20 years ago, like in the 90s and stuff, it was still kind of grueling for them. Like, I know only because I'm a Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like, stalker and stuff, that Sarah Michelle Gellar, who played the lead role of Buffy, had to turn a lot down a lot of film roles because of Days of... Um, I know the soap opera... What was she on? Days of Our Lives? No. She was on One no. Life to Live. No. One Life to Live? Yeah. Well, All was, My Children. All My Children. My bad. I was like, Kelly, how do you not know this? I, like, <laughs> I started panicking. No, she was on All My Children, and she played um, Susan Lucci's daughter. I know she had to give up a lot of roles. Well, the thing with to keep doing that, which makes sense, which makes sense. But I also know on Buffy, she had to give up a lot of roles too. Because I know I, it's different when you do like a multi-camera. She was supposed sitcom. to be Brittany Murphy's character in Clueless. Oh, really? Yeah, but she couldn't do it because of all my children. See, that's actually, the, I like Brittany Murphy. Though, see, but here's the thing, though. I know, like, but I like, can't see Sharon Shaw so doing that. She missed so many opportunities. But like, in, but like, multi- oh, and she was supposed to be Juliet. Okay, sorry, this isn't a Sarah Michelle Geller episode. <laughs> Romeo, Juliet, Romeo, and Juliet. But like, I think Leonardo DiCaprio. I think like not doing multi-camera is different though, because like I think which is I believe what Adventures of Superman was too. It's like. You, you, it's more grueling because you it have to. It could have been multicam. I think a lot of shows, even if there wasn't a studio audience, it still was, was multicam. But even now, like it's, I, I believe, like there's like Big Bang Theory. Yeah, they shoot really quick, but it's because they have so many cameras at once, getting all the different angles. That and then, but say a show like Buffy or like um, what's a show on now? Grey's Anatomy or whatever. Like you have to like get one angle and then do the other angle, and it's just like like one scene. If it's a big scene, could take three days. Yeah, but they're also, like, a lot more lenient now towards that, I think, on, like, you know, single-camera type shows like Grey's Anatomy and stuff. Because, well, Grey's Anatomy has a big enough ensemble that they could have one character not be there for a couple episodes. But also the big thing is that studio, I mean, TV wasn't getting a lot of money. Like, their budget was super small during the time of when he was making Superman. He was making, like, I think $5,000 a week. 
Yeah, but I'm saying like just in general, like that's also why it's probably like grueling too, because they had to get. That's why they probably do all those things, shoot as much as they can as cheaply as possible, because they probably wasn't like a big movie getting all this money. They probably were like, "This is all you get," and you had to do with that. Yeah, especially because they didn't really have like any faith in this show when exactly. it first started. And it's funny, I was watch, I was, uh, I was thinking about, it. I was like, if only they knew like what superheroes are now. It was like that would been, they were probably like, oh my, like they would been like, I don't believe that. But <laughs> he probably would have been a lot more gung ho about it. Probably, but also I was, um, like I said in the last episode, like all of his friends, like people who shot with and stuff, all his co stars were like, he, they couldn't believe he killed himself. But there was one person, um, Jack, Jack Larson, who played Jimmy Olsen on the show. He was like, yeah, I believe it. He was, he, then he said, um, anyone who thinks another season of Superman wouldn't depress George wouldn't know George. And I, I think that, I think because he had to kind of like um, give up film to go to television just to kind of like stay as an actor. Because I think he personally, I think you can tell he like he loved acting. He wanted to do it. Like that he was his passion. the lifestyle. Yeah. Well, that, I think he did theater when he was younger. Like I think he just loved that was his passion. I think this kind of like killed him inside. Well, that and also um, they said that a big thing was even though he had a great affection for the children that watched his show, mm-hmm. he really wanted to be taken seriously. recognized, but yeah, taken seriously and recognized by adults because I forgot what article it was, but or it could have been something else. But someone someone said it could have possibly been the guy who played Jimmy Olsen, the one that you just said. Jack Larson. He said that. Yeah, he said. He had no idea that Adventure. Don't get us wrong. Adventures of Superman was a very big show, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, it went on for so long. But for back in that time, yeah, exactly. But they said, like, basically, if he didn't realize that adults were watching Superman as well, he thought it was just children. Yeah. So they said that if he knew that some adults at least were watching the show and enjoying it as well, they said that he probably would have taken it a lot better. But because he thought that only children were watching his show and he wasn't being taken seriously, like that, like really put a damage on his psyche. Exactly. Well, in, in the movie Hollywood Land, we'll they talk about actually, that a little bit. Yeah, they're yeah. Ta- but they're talking about um, the ratings. They said it had like a ninety-one share, which is like unbelievable. Like for now, you can't even imagine that. But back then, it's, yeah. it's like amazing. <laughs> and but he was just like, yeah, but it's all kids. And he goes, no, the parents are watching with the kids. So it's not like it's just the kids. The parents are also watching this as well. You're not just sitting there, kids in front of a TV. It's like a family show. And he just didn't see that because then all the kids were always coming up to him and no, none of the parents. But also, even and then that's what well, they did that well in Hollywood Land, and that that's in a couple more episodes that we'll talk about it. But um, he actually when he auditioned, well in the movie when he auditioned for it, he kind of wasn't taking it seriously. And I think they said like, no, like we want to. This is different than what you've heard about like superheroes. They want to make it like as like serious as possible, or like in that time in that age, I guess. And then he was like, oh okay. And I think that's what kind of just like made him sign on because he was like oh i get to try and act i don't have to be cheesy but then it's just like i think because he had to make another season after another season and if that affected his other career because like kelly said he was in from here to eternity and um based on like what people like reports and stuff they said that when it was in theaters people would just be screaming like oh that's superman that's superman and like he was like this is who i am like i, I can't i'm so typecast right now and i think that like kelly said really hurt his psyche and it was just he got depressed about that yeah, because we're talking about a guy who actually, like, not saying that other actors didn't, but he was in it for solely for acting. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he wanted to be a serious actor. And, like, I guess they probably portrayed it pretty semi-well in Hollywood land mm-hmm. when they told him to take um, Adventures of Superman because he didn't want to take it at all. No. He didn't. But they told him, they were like, look, 
take it for the money so you have a steady income. So basically, um, I guess we're going to have to backtrack a little bit. During this time, he also was in the, which we talked about in the first episode a little bit, he had entered into a long-term affair relationship with a woman named Tony Maddox, who was married to Eddie Maddox, who was, uh, what was he, the president of no, MGM? he was just like a, like a I studio. I think he was like VP. Yeah, he was some, MGM like a very high executive in he, MGM. Yeah, he was a high executive at MGM, so he had entered into a relationship with him. Now, I'm just, this part I'm just going based off Hollywood land, but they told him, you know, she was basically a sugar mama. Like, well, that's yeah. They he, they've said that in a lot of reports. Like he, she was literally like his, like, like she had control of him. Like she helped him with money. She helped him with everything else. And like they, that's why they yeah. kind of like fell in love because like it started as that. And then I think they started to actually fall in love. But continue. No, but yeah, but if you remember in Hollywoodland when he kept saying I don't want to take Superman, he said they told him they were like you have to get money of your own. You yeah. can't just use her money. So take this, get money of your own, and then you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You know? And also, like... And, oh, sorry. Continue. No, yeah. And I guess... I mean, we don't know if it's 100% true because obviously Hollywoodland takes liberties. Like, when movies yeah. take liberties with things like this. But it seemed as if that he very much wanted to be on his own. Mm-hmm. Like, to make it to make it on his own. He didn't enjoy too much later in their relationship being pampered or being a kept boy. Exactly. And also, like, I think towards the end, he was actually starting to try and, like, move into directing, at least. And, like, maybe that would... Like, he, I think he was trying to make himself be better. So he's like, if I have to do this kind of stuff, maybe I'll start directing. And, like, just yeah, to he show... he tried opening up his company, right? Yeah. And, like, just to show how much he, like, kind of hated uh, Superman, he would actually burn his costume at the wrap of each season and call it, like, a monkey suit. <laughs> so... But also, like, that's not even, like, it's, I mean, that's one of the reasons why, like, people think he killed himself. But there's also, um, pe- uh, people also think, like, well, that, this kind of plays into it. He was playing with depression. He also was extremely intoxicated when, I guess, the night that he died. And he was pumped full of uh, painkillers because of this uh, previous accident, the car accident that happened. And um, they said that he used to, like, play games with the gun he had. He just... People just, uh, that's just more little facts that people have heard that like, well, maybe he did kill himself. And I, I mean, I don't know, like that's, that happens a lot with suicide. Like, do you just get so depressed and you can't get out of it? So maybe he was trying to, but he just couldn't. So that's why, I mean, it is a plausible theory. No. Yeah. It's, I think it's a pretty plausible theory. I mean, a lot of people were like, oh, he's a, he put kind of a, a facade on cause they were like, oh, he stopped smoking for children and stuff. But a lot of people don't realize, and they touched upon it at the end of Hollywood mm-hmm. land that they watched an old video of him doing an audition for something. And you could just see how, how happy despondent and unhappy oh. he was. Oh, I, I, see, I took it as he was like, he, I see, I took that scene in Hollywood land as like, he was like really trying to make whatever he got work because he just loved it so much. Oh, to you me, mean at least. like the karate? Yeah, the was karate that what you're talking dance? about? No, 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 no. That was that was to show how unhappy he was and how much how well he was at putting a happy front on. Oh, so, okay. I saw it differently, but okay, I can see that too. But yeah, so basically, like the suicide theory is pretty good when you go into it when you go into a deep dive of his life. You know, you could see how unhappy he was because he didn't take a turn, but. You know, that's just one theory that we all went through. No, yeah, so, There's, like, yeah. We, we got two other theories to go through, guys. Which so. are still, like, pretty, like, pretty plausible, too. Yeah. So, like, was, so, as we end this, was the coroner's verdict right? Did he, did he pull the trigger? So, mm-hmm. we'll see in the next. So we yep, we yeah. will see on the next episode, um, the murder theory, the one of the murder theories, if Leonore Lemon had, his fiance. Him, his fiance had killed him. Yeah. 
Thanks for listening. Uh, check us out. Um, yeah, popcornreview.com, our website, uh, at popcornreview on social media. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're on there. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.